Welcome back. It's Sad Intellectual Hotties. It is. We're back. Yes, indeed. And we have a fun and complicated sort of mindfuckery of an episode to play around with today. And I will tell you the title, which is... Actually, I don't even have it. I don't even have it. <laughs> I don't even I have it. Tell you the title. Just kidding. Tell you the title. Go fuck yourself. It's about de-infantilization. <laughs> oh yeah, do you want to be empowered or nah? De-infantilization oh, yeah, of the cool. feminine, I believe, was the title. So, the question, do you want to be empowered or not? I think is a great question that I've had to ask myself many times, and I believe it's possible that she has also asked herself this. Yeah, I mean, there's many, like, routes, I think, as a woman to not be empowered and to stay a little smaller and safer and taken care of and, like, not have to kind of step towards lots of responsibility. There are lots of ways to avoid that, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. I, there are there are a lot of I've had to ask myself that many times, and I still do sometimes. Yeah, I mean, by de-infantilization, we really just mean stop making us small babies. (laughs) I think probably. (laughs) Like, you know, and, you know, being empowered to me is being self-governed and sovereign and self-sufficient and uh, internally motivated to be my whoever it is that I want to be and do the things I want to do and all that stuff. Yeah, I think being empowered to me is like within the limitations that we all have, whether that's because of our, our background or our biology or whatever else. Um, yeah, creating creating a vision, having values and living in alignment with whatever those, those values are. Um, nice. So yeah, I think there are ways to, to do that that aren't, um, you know, you just being a little baby taking care of (laughs) yeah i mean it it, the it's not patriarchy sure that it's a symptom of patriarchy if we're all imagining some sort of father in the sky who's looking down on us judging us then then we're a child (laughs) basically oh 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 yeah Uh uh-huh so i think there's a oh no stop could you tilt that mic up just a little yeah like 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 this Uh, no so it's on the hinge oh oh i see yes like that now it's in front of of my mouth okay great yes cool we pay him the big bucks yeah exactly (laughs) love it thanks for keeping us keeping us on track father in the sky you're totally fine joe's our father in the sky (laughs) daddy (laughs) so we should call him mike daddy now (laughs) he's like dear god please don't or maybe like pro daddy Okay, sorry. I just got excited. <laughs> this episode's going great. <laughs> in case you were wondering. I'm super into it. Um, I mean, I think just to define... So, so our idea is really just that women get to... And femme people... In order to be, like, this wave of, like... Well, I'm going to define what in order to be this wave of real feminists need to do. And it's become oh. self-sufficient. It's it's be- radical self-responsibility. If we want to be empowered, we can't appeal to the idea that somebody, whether it be the government or men or our leaders or politicians or whoever is supposed to take care of us and keep us safe, I think that in order to be moving in the direction we want to move into which is that of power we have to be able to take care of ourselves and i mean that might include there's a lot of ways to do that 
Yeah, no, totally. So, I, yeah, my, my response to that would be if you do decide to outsource some of your safety, you have to be very choosy and careful about how you do that. And you have to do that consciously, right? So if you're going to be a, a person who decides to outsource some of their some of their safety, you know, or feelings of safety in the world or whatever to, you know, to men or having having a partner, you know, you have to be really choosy about who your partner is. I think yeah. they do a lot of vetting and take that choice really seriously. And I'm talking about a long-term mate. Like, I'm not talking about, I mean, you can fuck whoever you want. I don't really care. Right. Um, I, but I mean, you know, if you if you are a person that feels vulnerable in in the world or whatever, mm-hmm. um, then I think that you have to kind of take those choices a little bit more more seriously. If you if you don't want to be totally self-sufficient, and I don't think that anybody is, I think we're really interdependent and connected and community is really important. But yeah, I think like to the extent that people especially women are kind of receiving conflicting messages about like you know, you're, you're weak and you need to be taken care of. And like, you know, the world is out to get you and we're creating this culture of fear. Like you should be afraid to go outside and you should be afraid to go to college and you should be afraid to go out and get a drink at a bar and like all of those or things. Or to a foreign country. To or a foreign country, right. All of those things. Like you should be, you should be, af- you should just live in fear basically. And also, yeah. but like you should be like an independent girl boss who doesn't like need a man. And it's like, that's, I think that's confusing for a lot of it's women extremely to like navigate life in a way that makes sense and feels congruent. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, sure, it doesn't help that as we previously discussed in the last episode that there are plenty of little boys running around looking for mothers and who have a hard time navigating this as well. So... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and I I think it's like still also we're kind of it hasn't been that long since the sexual revolution and I think that we're still I mean our our species is very old, right? And so as 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 like females, the female sex or like women in general kind of I think we're still trying to figure out how to navigate the socio-political and personal landscape as like free agents and more sovereign sovereign people yeah we've been freed largely from the burdens of reproduction yeah childbearing childbearing really i mean mean, we can plan kind of when that Mm -hmm. happens now more or less we've been you know we're or prevent it we're free to we can vote now obviously like all all of those really important gains that we fought for because we were like hey we're not children we're not like property. We're we're not property. We're not neurotic little <laughs> infants Hysterical. that can't handle like real things. Mm-hmm. Like we want to be, par- we want to participate. Yeah. And then I think, but with that, obviously, comes it does it does come with with responsibility. And there are still there are there are risks with being an adult and being an agent and being sovereign and interacting with with other people for sure. That of course have to be managed in some way. And so I think that women are still really like going back and forth on like do i want to just do everything on my own or do i just want to be totally taken care of completely and it's just like this weird kind of like back and forth that happens internally and politically yeah totally and i think that it's it's really hard because that happens within families too where women who have been raised up to be in many ways responsible and you know adult-like and 
and self-empowered ended up marrying some guy who they have so they have their career and they also have kids and the guy is doing maybe he's doing his career or whatever like they end up having to do everything because it's like well you can do it all you can do everything and we're not going to infantilize you and like say that this guy's going to take care of you or anything but it's like they we we don't actually know how to both be taken care of and take care at the same time or something yeah because it's like you have one or the other the choice is so black and white it's like either be someone's property be someone's housewife be you know stuck to them financially and all these other things or you're the boss bitch and you're in charge and you do everything both childcare and take care of the household and your husband's like another kid yeah yeah no i think that like and i think a lot of it is like context dependent and i i think about this sometimes even for for myself or have i don't think this is actually in line (laughs) with my my own personality or like true wishes but that's just to say like i i don't have like a problem with with women who want to just be married and me neither god no me neither i mean what kind of feminist would i be (laughs) no totally yeah so i think it's like i think i think that only goes awry when that role is not respected and valued by society and by a partner right because that's when things are 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 bad when when state when people when women who choose to stay at home and create a home and raise children and and do cooking and cleaning and all of that which is like no no small no small feat um when that's not when that's not valued and like respected if not you know and and part of that is monetarily kind of valued hopefully by you know the partner who's like providing whoever that is but so it's not it's i think there are a lot of ways to go about being like an adult and i think it just has to do with like like it's was dropping again so i'm like staying on it i think it's not you it's not me to me like being we've kind of oscillated in some ways towards the other extreme where it's just like no like if you're a real woman or a real feminist now you have to do it all which the fine print no one talks about is or you you can you can have everything but no one talks about the fine print if you're gonna have to do everything and a lot of that partially has to do with like no one can fucking afford just one income anymore and that is a whole you know political economic mess but um oh i I think that was planned yeah i'm sure and so i mean i think that (laughs) i joke that feminism was a long con by the patriarchy to make women as miserable as men um (laughs) By having to I mean, controlled opposition is a thing. <laughs> to nine to five. Like, oh, these um, bitches want to be able to go to work. Okay, <laughs> let's hook that up. More tax money for the state. <laughs> okay. Anyway. No, no, totally. So that was my I, rant. My uh, my thing is like just as long as it's what you want, and that's why I talk about what are your values and living a life that's in accordance with them. Right. And being with somebody who respects them. And as a society, respecting women who decide to, it doesn't make you, it doesn't make you less than because you don't want to be a career girl boss or whatever. I think there's, I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything probably more difficult than having and raising children. And one of the reasons why, evolutionarily speaking, men have been 
caretakers or protectors or kind of in charge of all of those things is because like the investment it takes for women to have kids is way tremendous is way more literally they're made out of your body (laughs) it's like sort of immeasurable yeah so yeah that's pretty wild it's a lot of your time spent just sitting around like using your own body to just create creating a, an eyeball. another being yeah exactly <laughs> a mouth a butthole all the things just a little mini penis growing inside your body it's crazy to think about so i mean i think that i would like to talk a little bit about toxic femininity if you oh. want to like shift gears a little bit and i like shifting and switch switch over to that because we talked about the toxic masculinity and how we feel about that and i and i think this is i think that the infantilization of women has contributed to like that is what is toxic in femininity i feel like it's the little girl bratty bratty energy like oh this is what i want like that's what i feel a lot of the time is happening Mm. on the internet you know what i mean oh sure yeah yeah like the the um i think it's either that or it's like the overbearing kind of mother energy too like the guilty yeah it's it happens it's fine um that's less my so i think it's i think it's that so i think it's i think it's that and i think it's also um yeah so the way that female aggression manifests itself is more in subterfuge (laughs) reputational sabotage and psychological manipulation so i think that that is that is a, that is a thing oh, that like ostrac- ostracizing, ostracizing and whatnot. people. Yeah, Gossiping. I think uh, I think cancel culture is fundamentally like a feminine project in a lot of ways. Uh, totally, um, it's it's very much like you know it it has that same that's it has it's it, feminine it has warfare that, that yeah that feminine to, that warfare is like feminine gonna seep in and like everyone all of a sudden is really sick. Yeah, it's the irresponsible feminine I think on crack, um, which is not a good time i think for anybody um i think not even the ones being that. i'd rather you just beat me up and get it over with than try to sabotage my livelihood or my reputation continuously and try to recruit other people to like get involved just like it's 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 the kind of it's the it's exactly the kind of sophisticated psychological manipulation and aggression that you would expect from the sex that cannot and usually does not defend itself physically and so yeah we were like little geniuses and so far as like getting what we want by by other means and so i think that um, when yeah you- emotional intelligence like the 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 toxic side of masculinity is like being overly aggressive and raping around right and then the toxic side of femininity or you know the feminine would be would be what you're talking about this really yucky poisonous insidious manipulation of social spaces and people Mm -hmm. and using them as pawns and little games and like playing people against you like men do this too like okay i'm not saying that this is something that only women women do are way better at it well we're better at it because empathy and emotional intelligence breeds that ability to do that you have to know what someone's thinking in order to fuck with them you have to be able to extrapolate upon how they're going to react to something in order to know what button to push like And and there's dudes aren't doing that to each other because that's not the way they compete. And women, that's part of our super. That's like a superpower gone bad. Yeah, and I think that that actually is. Uh, I don't think necessarily consciously reinforced, but I think that that kind of behavior is reinforced by the conflicting messages around like 
well, you're a woman, you need to be afraid of the world, you're weak, you're not going to mm-hmm. be able to defend yourself. But then you also, whether you know it or not, have this tremendous power right. as like, you know, the ob- the object of affection and desire, and, desire. and all of those things. Yep. And so if you are not sat down and, you know, have have a sort of conversation around the power that you actually have, if you're just being told all the time that like, you know, where you live in a patriarchy and you're you're oppressed and you don't have any power and this, that, and the other thing. And then it's like, once you discover kind of like those nascent ways that you do have power, yes. I think you use them irresponsibly. Well, manipulation is the tool of, of those who feel powerless. You you don't manipulate unless you feel powerless. And, and many women have been trained at this point. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be curious to know where this came from. But the attempt to be direct is often shot down and the person is punished for mm. that. And that's why a lot of, I think that a lot of women don't try to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's happened yeah. to me. It hap- and what to me, what's crazy, though, is that the place where it's happened to me the most is in circles of other women. Yeah. When I'm being direct, they're just like, oh, hell to the no, you can't just bring this up. Yeah. And I'm like, but you guys are talking shit about me behind my back. Like, I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, I noticed that too i don't get as much pushback i do i have sometimes but i for being for being direct i get way more pushback and confusion and kind of suspicion or bad feelings from from women than i do from men and i think that my assertiveness and my ability to communicate directly has actually bought me admission into a lot of circles with with men and why i have better relationships with them um but if that's not if that's not your temperament or your style, and no. if you were not like brought up in a way where you know how to do that, I think it's a lot. It's harder. also trained out of it's trained out of a lot of women. Like we were talking about yesterday, you know, we were in sports our whole lives. Yeah, and we also were told we're smart. Yeah, so like we had mothers who, for whatever reason, were you know. Uh, caught on to the trend of not telling their daughters that they're just pretty all the time maybe a little Mm. bit or decided that we were the type of daughters to not say that to yeah and so we grew up competing in hierarchy basically in school and in sports and so we're comfortable with that but i think there are plenty of women who were socialized to be dumb and be quiet and not compete at all and just be there Mm -hmm. and anytime that sort of like fiery sort of masculine energy actually comes out they're like no stop 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 it yeah which is like a so which is infantilization yeah exactly (laughs) and so when you're when you're kind of like raised in that environment and then you're eventually thrust out into the world whether that be yeah a job or college or whatever and then you're all of a sudden like you know being expected to be an adult it's like that's i think that's a very confusing process for a lot of women and a lot of women don't feel competent enough or like safe enough to to the extent that they would like well navigate those yes because what ultimately what occurs in in hierarchical situations and in competitive situations is that you have to create you have to negotiate Mm -hmm. And, and that's what I think women have 
are not good at and don't know how to do necessarily because you have to actually advocate for yourself mm-hmm. and you have to say this is what I want and I don't want this and and the other person to say well I can do that but I can't do this and it just becomes this whole back and forth thing where I feel like a lot of the time women are ta- have been taught to like not not even advocate for themselves you know all that stuff so it becomes yeah, like you said that's what's confusing pleasing. about it yeah. it's like either people pleasing or wanting to resort to like that more subversive style mm-hmm. because the above board negotiation is really foreign yeah totally and um i see that kind of behavior from from women all the time and frankly it makes me sad but it's just like the the lengths that they go to to get what they want by way of making people miserable mm-hmm. and like, yeah. feel like shitty about themselves when like, because they just couldn't say it, say this is what I want. Can I? Yeah. Or this is what I think. Or, or this is what I think. Just owning. Or, yeah. Owning whatever's really happening. Yeah. Yes. It's like you don't actually have to go through all of the, the hoops. And like, I think that that's, I don't know if that's like a, if part of that's like a baseline, just fear of like, if I really show up in this way, will people, will people like me or will people, will, I'm sure will that's I be attractive? one of the will subconscious people, questions. Will people love me or, or whatever. Um, and my, my thing with that too is like, um, I'd much rather encourage women to do that and be like that and, and wait to find and be around people who encourage and, and support support that and it doesn't have to look like the way we do it i think we're very actually i don't know if this comes across on the pod or whatever if you don't unless you know us but we're actually really masculine in a lot of ways um we don't other than being really hot (laughs) and beautiful and having long flowing hair yes joe tells me a big dick energy which was like literally the coolest compliment i've received in probably the past year well that's funny because that's funny because that's what i've always said like i don't need a dick in my crotch because i have one in my head yeah I've always thought that. That's, it helps. That's funny. It helps. But yeah, I I, th- I think that you you want to, as a, as a woman, again, get clear on whatever your visions or your, your values are and be able to start experimenting with being a little bit more maybe above board or, or direct about that and, and being, because that's how you build mastery in terms of like feeling competent and being an adult and being treated like an adult and feeling like you can, you know, kind of hold your own in, in situations if that's like what you want to do. And if that's not what you want to do, you have to be very, very choosy about who you decide to outsource your, your, your power to and who you're, who you're relying on. As yeah. As there's nothing wrong with deciding to be submissive. It's a matter of, I fully support that choice, whether it be in a kinky way or in just a regular personality dynamic way and power structure, you know, power structure of relationship way. Um, I'm all for consensual submission. And, and like I said, it's really just a matter of, Oh, <laughs> I know you, you do. You, you did that on the last pod a couple of times too. I, I forgot to remind you this time. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. God, Joe's fucking on it today. I know. We're not. Just like, we're going to corral this shit. Bring us in. Bring fucking it. stray cats. Trying to make this podcast happen. Bring it in here. Um, shit, what was I saying that you said? Apoc said, Carly said something. Damn, what was I saying? I forgot. Hmm? It's okay to be submissive. Oh, right. Okay, cool. 
Yes, thank you. Line, Joe. That's good. Joe Line. writes all of our lines, actually, and we just <laughs> recite them. This is not a this is not a woman led podcast. Yeah, exactly. Joe writes all our lines, and we just perform them. We're just um. we're actually yeah exactly. Mike Daddy is actually script Daddy and everything else. Um, yeah, I mean it. It is. I. It's completely okay to be submissive, and as Apoc said, you you want to make sure you're you're good at choosing your dom then in that case like if you want to be taken care of you've got to make sure that the person who's going to doing be doing the taking care of is not going to abuse you basically no seriously but seriously that gets overlooked a lot because every women are being socialized at this current moment to be fucking afraid to go outside i think and to interact with with strangers or whatever and statistically speaking you are way way more likely to be harmed in in the home right domestic so you, domestic violence is yeah. where you're going to be harmed you're going to be harmed in the family system or in your in your relationships way more likely or your social circle yeah yeah people the, like, you're around someone you're someone you're dating someone you're friends with like all, all those are those are the situations to be discerning i think and choosy about it's not it's not about you need to be afraid to go outside and like interact in the world it's like <laughs> i mean that's that's such and i know that it's scary because those those events are blown the fuck up every time they happen well, they, by the by the media. They sell ads. They sell yeah, ads. yeah. It's it's it. it there's, and all, there's all sorts of yeah incentive. <laughs> the incentive structure is such that that's what's happening. Yeah, and, exactly. And fine, but yes. but it, but the reality of it is like that's those are the situations where you probably want to be more more discerning and and choosy, and it's you're you're way less likely to you know have something really bad happen to you out in the in the public in the public square yeah if you go running or in your neighborhood or whatever else yeah that sort of thing if that's that's a concern which i know for many women it is a concern um and and to the extent that we can cultivate a community both as women and and the men who decide to be part of that communal project yeah women's safety is important in in the community and we should definitely create a vibe where it's like where it's, where it's not women who are afraid it's fucking men who want to fuck with women are more hesitant to do that and you're always going to have Correct. the low probability event of like sorry like some men are just fucking They're psychopaths not i don't know what yeah, to tell you you like, can't deter them yeah you can't no the laws the legislation doesn't deter crime i don't know if you've noticed that but it's like there's always some low amount of people and the base rate for violence is very low that like that's always going to happen yeah. it's something that can't really be predicted and it's going to have to be right. managed but it's like so don't live your life based on low probability events i don't think like i don't live your life based on what's what's uh, like a higher probability thing and to make the best choices that are going to set you up for right you know yeah and that's uh, this is a great segue into if you want to truly be set up for a low probability event that means rather than trying to spend a lot of energy trying to stop the whatever one percent possibility of this horrible thing happening to you by yelling at the internet it makes sense to me to learn how to use a weapon take self-defense class get a gun and learn how to use it properly we're pro 2a on this podcast 
Well, to me, that's a great equalizer for women. Like, if oh, you're yeah. worried about going running or going outside and someone messing with you, especially if you're small, like, like Apoc and I are big. We're 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, we weigh, like, 160 to 185 pounds. Like, we're not small people. And Joe brought up really, really coolly before we started recording, like, his girlfriend's really small. So... Either, yeah, you could have an escort, someone bigger than you, someone like me or Carly or like a dude, right, who could protect you. But if you want to be able to be a free agent and move through the world as though, like, as confidently as a man, frankly, learn how to defend yourself. I mean, that's really the answer. Like, because to me, because I feel big enough to either run away or kick or yell, no one bothers me because I walk around just kind of like tall. And, and, and what I've noticed is that there are plenty of smallish people one of my best girlfriends is like five six and i just found this out like two days ago where i think i've had this conversation with her like 10 times because mm-hmm. i'm surprised every time it comes up and i'm like you're the same size as me right and she's like no i'm five six mm-hmm. and it's because she's like confident and walks around like she knows what's up like big dick energy is happening and yeah. like you know and, and and i get that not everyone's personality is necessarily tuned to this but but it really comes down to there are choices that we have to make that, in my opinion, don't include being like, well, you guys have to protect us and you guys have to deal with your meaning. Like whining about like the fact that we don't feel safe out in the world. What is that doing? I don't understand what that does other than just make people mad at us. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, because, because it's just like, because again, we, I mean, talked about this on, on the last pod, but it's just kind of, yeah, like having that be the narrative and like screaming that out into the, into the space. It's like, A, most, most men that's not relevant for because they're, they're not, not doing, doing anything. And then B, the men who are actually doing those things don't give a fuck about your whining. Or I'm your sorry, little meme that it, like shows that like, well, men never have to think about this and women do all the time. And that's my voice for when I read those fucking memes. Oh, because I'm just like, yeah. ugh, like th- what is this doing? Other than just like making everyone feel resentful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't see this as being helpful. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I don't, uh, and I also like, don't know how bad or negative it is to like be a little bit aware of your surroundings and to be a little uh, bit like I don't think that when I'm walking to, to in, in a parking lot late at night or down an alley like I mean I and again I'm I'm bigger but it's like I'm still and I don't see that I guess maybe it's just like personally I don't see that as just like the great fucking burden of my life. It's just like, okay, like I'm a little bit more aware of what's going on right now. Maybe I'm holding my keys in a certain way or I have a knife or whatever. And it's just like, and again, and again, nothing has ever, like the only bad things that have happened to me with men have been men that I know. People you know. People I know. And it's never been this the spooky stranger or whatever. Even when I've had my ass grabbed at a bar, it was like a dude that I like knew from like a pre, like it was not random dude like coming into right. like my space and of so course yes like, random dudes do terrible things and, and like, they should freak, be and they should and freak I crimes think, happen yeah and like, like i like would support you in striking somebody who touched you and you would be well within your right to do so so right? i mean it kind yeah. of depends on like what and that's part of the and again i think that's part of the reverberations and like the risk of being out in the world and being like a sexual free agent and there are like mm-hmm. some small amount of like creepy dudes out there and yeah. the the quicker that you <laughs> that you punish them for being insane 
I think the better and they they will learn or they will seek life elsewhere and eventually you know the consequences will come to them I think but you know just just being just like con- constantly like peddling like fear mongering I don't think is helpful well the idea that a woman is supposed to go out into the world and not have to care about her own her surroundings at all it's I mean fucking I don't retarded well yes it is because because that contribute that's an infantilized idea that I am just like a little a bubble wrapped baby walking through <laughs> life like someone's gonna f- make sure that I don't like walk into the middle of the street or something like yeah. like expecting the world to become my mate or my partner or the person that maybe would make sure that I'm not like walking in the middle of the street like my husband does sometimes for me when we're together like that is infantilized like that that the identification with the fact that like the idea and it's probably also privilege frankly for certain spheres of women to be able to like I'm just gonna go into the world and like demand that everyone kind of part the path parts for me it's silly to think yeah, I and like it, it. Well, it's interesting too because, like, again, statistically, men are way more likely to be obviously perpetrate violent crimes, but also way more likely to be victims of violence out in the public space. Women, for sure, are more likely at home, but like out in the public space. Yeah. So I'm like, I it's like interesting to me that it's like uh, maybe maybe just men are comfortable in their like aggression? situational awareness and their their yeah, their potential maybe. aggression, and so they're not like worried about it or thinking about it a ton but it's interesting because like they are way more likely to like have have and be struck or have something bad happen they're or also or whatever. they're also usually the ones who are aware of what's going on around yeah <laughs> around when there if there's something weird happening i feel like a lot of the time when i'm in a group and there's like men in the group they're the ones who are like oh hey there's some weird shit going on over there like just just keep moving along or whatever kind of thing it's not usually me being like oh i totally noticed that right yeah so there's that but yeah i mean the big thing to me is this it just keeps coming back around to personal responsibility and accountability there's no other i don't think that there's any other way that we can de-infantilize ourselves and then create a culture where that happens without becoming powerful in that way within from within yeah yeah no i think i again i think that most women could do with maybe some some, a little bit more assertiveness or whatever in in the in the modern world and to the extent that you get um pushback for that i do think that that's that's bullshit um but like i oh i had a thought and i just it just came back to me i just remembered so you know i feel like a lot of the time the same crowd that's saying men it's your responsibility to make it safe for us to be outside are also saying abolish the police and (laughs) and i feel like it's sort of a funny contradictory thing to to demand that like i shouldn't have to carry a gun i shouldn't have to learn how to defend myself because the world should become aware of the fact that I need to be safe or something like that. Mm-hmm. But also let's disarm anybody who might be able to help me if something goes wrong. So like who, who is supposed to be protecting us from those crazy psychos that sometimes show up? <laughs> yeah. If not, if not ourselves, if not our partner, if not the man. Yeah. It's funny, too, because I, I kind of, like, 
heard a little bit of that um, weird kind of conflicting narratives too um, in the UK. I, something, some some woman was was attacked or maybe even murdered. I don't know, but um, the same the, the same people who were like you know defund the police mm-hmm. or all cops are bad or whatever were then saying like well, we should have undercover cops in all bars now. Like, <laughs> that was like, we should now have, like, plain clothes, like, undercover cops, like, hanging out in bars to, like, protect women. <laughs> and I was just like, what? I don't like any of these what? fucking solutions. So let's, 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 all, let's make all of our security, like, some weird, creepy, like, subversive, like, insidious thing where it's all secret and, like, no one knows who the cop is. No one knows who the narc no. is. Is like, like ew, you? no thank you yeah and like what are like and, and again i feel like it's this kind of <laughs> again it's a it's a horrific horrific low probability event and then so everybody gets all up in arms and decides to be collect decides that this has some personal meaning to them because yeah. they have the same genitalia or whatever and then they're just like okay now we want what you like i i just i i still want and it's tragic those things happen, but it's yeah. like, I still want women to be adults and I don't want a cop undercover, plain clothes cop at a bar, like looking at me and trying to decide if I should be allowed to sneak off with a dude and make out with him in an alley or whatever the fuck. Like, I just like all of yeah. those, like, like, how do you actually, like, I just don't think that that's like the, the way and nor no, do I think it's, that's uh, like- nor do I think it's the way to be like, okay, we're just done having police officers now there's no one to call or there's nothing to be done. And we're all just like, it's just, it's so like, we're just in this like fucking tug of war all the time. And I'm just like, can we just be, just have this be a communal project and also have this be an individual responsibility project and just like stop again, outsourcing every, you know, problem that we have, which again, are low probability events anyway, and making it out to be like this, like the big, the big like worry or struggle of our times, I don't think, in the West for women, if you're Mina or like Middle Eastern, North a- North African, well, like that that's a totally fucking different conversation. But I mean, right in the West, it's just kind of like, what are we like? What are we fucking talking about? <laughs> like most of you are fine, and have always been fine. And if you're not fine, it probably has something to do with your shitty fucking boyfriend or the person you decided to marry or your dad or your brother or whatever. And like that's fucking shitty. Well, yes, yes, yes. I agree with all of that. And so it's not like don't go out into the world. It's like no, be an adult and go out into the world and like make your life what you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And just stop transferring your power to various like masculine structures, whether it be the police or your partner or the state or the government or men in general as like or masculinity in general or anything like just claim your power well and and like i think that there's not a lot of conversations around how powerful women actually are as like the arbiters of sexual choice often like yes like that can't be stated enough my opinion no i mean like there's no there's no i don't think there are enough conversations around like just how especially i think those conversations should start earlier and they're just kind of like we we pretend to do them with like the many like rites of passage where it's just like you're a woman now but like no one really 
talks honestly about what that means or the kind of power that women have when they are interacting with men or when they're out in the world. I mean, it's just like, do like, like you are so fucking like men, just especially young, stupid when you're young and they're stupid, like they're just like fucking tripping all over themselves, trying to figure out how to like impress you. And they're yeah. competing to try to figure out how to like have your time and your space. And of course your body and your energy and like, all of those, like, that's, yeah. like, super, super fucking powerful. And so, like, that's not a conversation that ever, I think, gets had no. enough to be like, hey, like, this is, like, a real fucking superpower that you have. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, like, and we also need to talk about, like, what that means or, like, how to how to yep. manage it and how to yep. get what you want and also stay safe, how to choose the right partners, like, how to choose the right friends, like, all of those types of of things like the narrative is just kind of like well like you're you're a woman now and you know i guess go be a girl boss but also like be afraid to be out in the world and like men are like gross but you're also going to want to fuck them and it's just like this weird like confluence of insanity and there's no like real i think like enough real talk around how powerful women are and that that power should come with a certain amount of responsibility if you want things to go the way in your in your favor and in everybody's favor yeah yeah there we talked a lot about the last episode rites of passage and there's sort of a an obvious marker for women is getting getting your period but old ancient cultures used to actually have a ceremony where you you know you had like a little statue of a goddess that was anointed with oil that you like put inside of you and then everyone prayed and everyone you know did Mm. all these things and it was like you're a woman now and it was that conversation like you are the holder of life you are (laughs) the creator of this that and the other and and that doesn't happen anymore largely due to purity culture it's it's like you're a woman now but like keep it under wraps key mm. <laughs> like don't don't let anybody know about it definitely don't express it too much except for in this very specific narrow way that you're allowed to express it yeah i think i wonder too how much of it is also like uh, there seems to be like a really kind of prolonged kind of adolescent thing that's been happening a lot and i think maybe part of that is like we just we live longer than we used to and so maybe that's like why we're doing that we put off um getting married and having kids a lot longer and those things tend to kind of uh foist a a mission and a responsibility upon you should you choose to take it and so there's kind of like this really yeah prolonged like you know back in those those days i think when it was just like hey like you know you're one of us now and this is this is what that means and all of that and now it's just, and, and but now it's like if a dude likes a if, if a dude thinks like a 16 year old in a bikini is hot he's like a pedophile it's just like this weird fucking like, even though she's had her period for like four years yeah i mean it's just like it's just like what are we fucking talking about like i don't you know it's so i again and i and i think this is why it is so confusing for women and the purity culture like you were talking about is like no one has honest conversations with you and so you're just kind of like thrown out into the world yeah and luckily you're fucking smart and you have emotional intelligence so most of the time you kind of like figure it out but not without i think some some hardship because it's just kind of like no one has the conversations around around uh sexuality enough with with women and and the power without and like what that what that means and it just went from Mm -hmm. like okay like you're this pure innocent like thing and you should like save yourself and then but you're also like an adult and you're you're gonna be like a girl boss and you should like go out and fuck and like 
just just be a, like a man eater on tinder and like you know go yeah. to college and like be out in the world but also like don't get raped and it's just like this weird like we're just kind of like what the fuck is going on yeah, and it's like do? let's just you know not have some more conversations or about like i think reality and what it what it means to get older and what it means to take responsibility for your power and your sexuality and like hey you know if you want to be an adult and if you want to be a sexual agent this is what you should do to maintain the risks that that is in accordance with and like these are the things that you should be very choosy about who you decide to long-term mate with and maybe even a little bit choosier about who you decide to just like Unless you're willing to take on those risks, be a little bit choosier, I think, about who you fuck in general. Yeah. I, if I could go back... I mean, I mean, even who you hang out with, who you do business with, whatever, like your community, your... your yeah. All of it. Be discerning. Yeah. I think that, like, there are... There are reasons that men and women, as in males and females, as in the sexes, as in different gametes, have different strategies for mating and why men are more interested in short-term mating strategies for at least a longer period of time and women are more interested in long-term mating strategies and and there are reasons for that and I think there are good reasons for that. And so I think that also like this complete shift towards like well when like and i and again like i don't really care you as an individual but what you're doing but like as as a society the conversation i think often we're having with modern women is just like everything's the same and you should just go out there and like fuck whoever and just like not give a fuck and like sex doesn't mean anything and it should just be like this casual thing and you should be able to just like go you know be like a it's kind of like this that up against obviously there's still especially in certain parts of the country like a lot of slut shaming so it's like that weird thing but i mean there's a lot of slut shaming i feel like even in that community there is weirdly enough but yeah but it's just like there are there are there are there are really good reasons why i think women should be a little bit choosier than men being that the i mean even there's still there's still of course like a risk of of pregnancy there is still the risk of like again if you're going to have something kind of fucked up happen to you it's going to be from somebody that you 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 know know usually and then also yeah you're more you're more um you're more likely to get uh stis than than men like all of those things like there are there are reasons why for women it it bet it behooves you to be Again, I'm not saying I didn't, I'm not saying save yourself till marriage or whatever, but being a little bit more discerning, I think. And that's, that's your, that's your function. And I think a society is good and better off when women are being more discerning about who they decide to fuck, because then you're not fucking losers and you're not reinforcing their shitty behavior and they're not winning. Cause for men often like getting fucked, getting laid is fucking winning. Like that's what it is. That's like part of the status thing. And so it's like. Don't give your power and status to fucking, like, stop stop fucking losers. Um, Well, yeah, and not just losers, but also, uh, yeah, I guess it is losers. Just people who don't take good care of themselves. Oh, yeah, that is what I I mean. That is what I mean, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, even frankly, I mean, if if we are are the arbiters of, like, genetic continuation, um, you know people who are attractive and have like nice genetic makeups is also a good choice <laughs> yeah i mean i mean hyper continuation like space. women traditionally statistically made across and up hierarchies like that's that's what we what we do and you should continue to do that i don't think that i don't think if you're a woman you should be fucking anybody 
less than you in any way. There's no reason to. They should be on your level or they should be above you, above you in status, above you in, in, in wealth or in whatever. I mean, like they should, I, I encourage that 112% yeah. because again, what you're bringing to the table is that totally. you're fucking, you're, you're a woman and that's incredibly powerful. I'm like, yeah, that's... I mean, yeah. I mean, I would go so far as to say if you are fucking somebody below your pay grade, then it's, it's because they're your minion and that you're using them for something that you want. Which I guess fine, but you should be upfront about that. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. I th- I mean, just be like, this is, this is, I'm using you and this is what we're, what we're doing. And so. Yeah. Or like we have an agreement where like, you know, I'm in charge of you something like that. Yeah. Which I think is another pretty low probability yeah interaction that doesn't happen that often but yeah if it is everything should be i think above board to the extent i agree with that i agree with that for sure perfect i don't know women are adults great yeah women are adults or they could be they could be yeah yeah i mean i think that like you said i really like what you say about i think this may be a a good like wrap-up actually just it's a communal project and women we can protect each other which i feel like that matters to me that matters to you i am stronger and taller than plenty of my woman friends and when we go out into the world i definitely do feel like i'm the one who's in charge of not in charge of them but you know what i mean i could punch somebody or kick somebody for them if i needed to you know and 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 we can encourage each other to continue to encourage each other to be strong and take good care of our bodies and be able to run and be able to kick and be able to use a knife and be able to use a gun and and stand up tall and all that stuff like we can teach each other to do that which is something that i've been doing for a long time and i think you do that just by your essence and your being in the world for sure carly and apoc (laughs) i got the daggers got the daggers um it's like i'm gonna have to fucking edit that out again (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and I I don't think that this is a space that men or the masculine create for us. I think this is a space that we create for ourselves and for each other. So the conversation about like you all need to do this for us, I it needs to stop because it's not true and it doesn't work. Like we women, the feminine I believe is in charge of creating this for ourselves. Yeah. Oh, and and that could be through again, like you're saying, more kind of like grassrootsy type yes, of type sure. of things. Yes. And or Community I building. mean, I so, like the actual like hardcore socialist feminists are also very much like um, women are adults, and so they're interested in in labor practices, and they're interested in women having a way. Uh, have women being free from being financially dependent on on men or having that option yeah because it's like that frees you up from a bad fucking situation like if you're a woman and if you can produce your own income Mm -hmm. or you have the option to do that and if you're not being you know hobbled by you know people thinking that you can't work i mean obviously anyone can and i think that we like know yeah that people who point. can work can work i mean yeah there are people who can't and we're not talking about them no no of course not but <clears throat> i mean so i mean that's that's like another i think way to kind of like manifest that that interest or whatever just like again part of being i think if you want to be 
if you want women as a community to be adults and to be free to like mm -hmm. navigate the world in the ways that they want to, yeah, like financial, financial independence. And I think men have changed a lot over the past, God, even just from my dad's generation or my grandpa's like generation, I mean like men pitch in a ton and they never used to at home. Yeah, I know and, a like, lot of stay at home dads. technology and appliances and like whatever. I mean, women have been freed from a lot of the labor that they used to have to do yeah. around the house through technology and through I think men help way more than yeah. they ever have and there's an expectation and there's an expectation that they do yeah we um, have child care too we have like actual you could send your kid to daycare yeah so like that's i mean so if like again like i think you can even we're we're a little bit less into i think um government inter intervention and for me it's mostly just because i think that they're shitty at doing everything um me too but you could even you could even have your your political practice be still very i think more heav heavily handed into like into childcare, into labor practices and wage equality and all of, all of those things yeah. and uh, access to abortion and, and all, all of those, all of those things can still be. So again, like if you, again, if you want to outsource like your power, even to the state, then you have to be really, I think, conscious and choosy about how you're doing that and have it be in, in women collectively's yeah. best, best interest. Yeah. Yeah. If your state is acting like psycho, don't, don't hook up with them and if your no. dude is acting like a psycho don't hook up with them <laughs> yeah and i think our studios is fucking insane and that's why i'm like what should i'm like if the Me state's gonna too. pay for anything why don't you pay for like women learning how to like use weapons <laughs> yeah you should train yeah. you should pay for women to like get free self-defense classes free and people of color too oh yeah totally like why if we're so worried about the cops hurting citizens all the time why don't we just teach citizens how to take care of themselves and not get hurt seems great to me i'm super down for that plan the state would hate that they would not be happy about that <laughs> all right i digress um as we always do as is tradition yes as is tradition so i think that what what apoc and i are offering to those listening is support in this endeavor in this becoming a, a responsible human being whether you be man woman or anything else or any combination of anything else um and so my suggestion or my invitation is if what we're talking about is exciting to you and you want to have a private session with us or get on a call with us so we can talk more about this kind of deconstructing this inner infantilization that we kind of have internalized from the outside world and work on it using different techniques then hit us up yeah i'm on your team if you want to like fucking if you want to bag a dude that you can just like stay at home and like raise kids and like fucking do that yeah fucking great if you want to like help. be a girl boss and own your own fucking company and you want to just get out there and be a shark fucking great like i want to help you do yeah that. if you like, want to do both uh, some mixture of the two like we'll that'll be way harder or... but we can still talk about it yeah it's not impossible <laughs> it's not impossible it requires i think um it requires some stuff but it's not impossible yeah it's just delegation part of that but um Time management yeah, yeah all sorts of things so you know where to find us if you want to talk to us i think this conversation will continue to evolve and i think we're done now so signing off sad intellectual hotties thank you